Well, hello there, my beautiful soul friends. I love you so much. I do. I really do. And I don't even know you personally yet. But since we are all one, I can love the essence of you knowing that you are me and I am you and we're all part of the grand great scheme here on this beautiful planet of ours. So I have not recorded an episode in what feels like forever and starting to feel really guilty about it but there was like so much uncertainty in my life and it was like I wanted to wait till things were more certain until I could come here and give give my all but what I've realized is that uncertainty is what we call life and that's where the good stuff is that's where the good stuff happens So if I'm always waiting to, you know, know what's going to come next or wait until my life has settled down, you know, it's just an excuse. It's an excuse. And I won't, uh, I won't lie to myself that that's, that's what, you know, what was stopping me was the uncertainty. It was, it was fear. It was good old fear. My old friend, you probably don't know anything about that. I'm just the only one who deals with that. So in the last five days, okay, so much has happened. Really, just the past month. But I, you know, had this car accident in early November. And it was a rather tumultuous, complicated process to uh, get insurance, to figure it out. And... You probably don't care about all of that, but since we're all one, I want to share my troubles with you. (laughs) They're not troubles, actually. They're blessings. Like, they're really good. Like, everything turned out so well. And I'm recording this on the 23rd of December. I don't know if you know, but the 21st of December was the winter solstice, which means the longest night of the year the longest period of darkness and all of the major religions and the, you know, timeless pagan traditions celebrate this time of year with light. They celebrate the light in the darkness because in this darkest night, in this longest period of quiet of silence comes the rebirth of a new era and it is during this time that we have the most support like celestial support of all of these energies and beings and masters providing their undivided love and support for us to more fully embody our greatness. And I have really felt that on like a real, real level. If you feel like something is about to happen, it is. You have a divine presence and a divine purpose. Your mind 
must not and it cannot know ahead of time all of the steps. It wants to know. It wants to know so bad. And I'm like, thank you, mind. Thank you, ego. Thank you, fear. I know you're trying to protect me and keep me safe, but I'm good. I'm good. If you feel like something amazing is about to happen, that's because it is. And in this darkness, in this quiet, you can allow something great to actually happen. Allowing the darkness, this solstice time, to be a smorgasbord of possibilities. Because that's what it is. It's the quantum. It's where we create. That's like the good stuff. The silence, that profound silence, that's God. That's source. And when we're in the dark, it allows us to gather our knowing because when things get really challenging and all of these things are coming at you at what seems like at once, that's when you really have to dig into the knowing, like the deep soul knowing, not the mind knowing, like trying to figure out all the next steps, but the you know that you're good. And that's like that uncertainty, that period of rebirth and regeneration and rejuvenation, all of that comes from the darkness. And we have to feel our way forward because if everything is good all the time, we're not challenged to more fully embrace who we really are. It's when the times get rough, when we have to dig in to what we really know about ourselves. And that's what the solstice, that's what this darkness allows us to do. It's a gift. It's a gift in so many ways. Solstice, it's like the shortest day and the longest night. And it's the start of moving towards the summer solstice where our days get longer and longer and longer. And I know you know how dark it's been. (laughs) I mean, it's been dark on many levels. I'm like waking up in the morning and I usually get up pretty early, but it's just dark. Like even on my way to work, it'll be dark. (laughs) And you really got to, you know, find the joy in that. Finding the joy in the unknowing, the, the not being able to predict all of the next steps. If you... Go into, put yourself in a dark room where you become super conscious of everything that's around you and it allows you to open up to new ways, new creative ways of doing things because you've been there when you've received the inspiration to do something amazing and I know you know what I'm talking about, but you haven't yet figured out exactly how you're going to get there. You know, like you have this idea, you know there's this thing that you're going to do, but you don't know how, how to get there. So using the darkness in our own lives as a tool to see things from a different place, from a new place, from a super conscious place. You start being able to see with your third eye, receiving the wisdom and the creativity and the inspiration 
from this place of pure spirit that sees all. Because when you have deja vu, when you feel like you've been somewhere before, when you were a kid and you had imaginary friends, guess what? They weren't imaginary. You had been there before. This has happened before. You have had past lives. They're giving you gifts right now and all the time. And all we have to do is allow ourselves to receive them. Accept the help. Accept the support. We're so dependent on our physical senses to tell us what's real and what's not. You know, we're like all of these scientific things are going on and showing us more and more how much we don't know. Okay. Einstein said like, what did he say? The mind is, it's like a a tool. It's a great tool, but the imagination, now that's God. And Neville Goddard talks about this too. But we live in a world that like worships the mind, the knowledge, and uses the imagination as like a, oh yeah, you know, that's cool. But it's the other way around. Because all things come from your imagination, from that inspiration. That is God talking to you. You have a specific purpose here. It is not an accident that you ended up here and now. And you know that. And I know that. And we don't need to know exactly what that purpose is. You know, excuse me, I need a drink of water. I kind of, you know, would always envy people that knew like exactly what they wanted to do when they were like four. But I'm like, you know, how could you possibly know that? But people do you know, and that's cool. And I felt like, you know, gosh, I wish I had that. I wish I had this like clear path, you know, you're going to go to school here and do this and, you know, go along this predictable line, but fuck that. Fuck predictability. I don't like that. I know enough about myself that I I don't want like a boring step-by-step life. The only way I know how to live is through feeling what feels right. And I like to be challenged. And I know that part of my purpose here is people, is connecting with people, connecting people to each other, to themselves, to their own power and greatness. So begin trying to approach this newness with the essence of your own soul for soulful purpose. You don't need to know exactly what that purpose is, but you have the essence of it because that is who you are. It's who you are. It's a time of introspection, of asking yourself what you really want, what you're really here to do, and what is feeding your soul. Because we're about to head into a new year, 2022. You don't want to be ending up, you know, January 1st, not having some kind of idea of what it's really about for you. You don't want to be living someone else's plan, someone else's, you know, opinion about how you should be living your life. Because you know what? You have to be selfish in order to help other people. You can't live your life by someone else's rule book and expect to be a a benefit and a gift to others because you'll be miserable. We're not about that life. Not about that life. No, we're not because we're 
embracing the unknown, embracing the darkness, embrace what's not yet created here physically, because it's already been created on the spiritual plane, in the, let's call it the imaginary plane. It's, it's created, it's there. Abraham T- Hicks talks about you have this vortex and everything that you want, everything that you've ever thought about wanting, all of your desires, they're in the vortex. They're there. When you ask, it is given every single time. All we have to do is allow it in. And how do you allow it in? By following your bliss. That's it. You are satisfied with where you are and excited for more. Satisfied where you are and excited for more. Embracing that all of these things, all of these possibilities, all of the things, they're there. And they're there for you, specifically. Just allow what it is that we would have be true, be true. Allow it to be true without trying to marginalize it or perceive it as invalid. You know, we've all been through things. And in the past, you might have had this perception, this view of them as wrong or bad. There's something bad about you, like this thing that you went through and allowing it to define you in the present and your path forward. But all of that's bullshit. It's all been love. It's all been a gift. Even those dark times, because those dark times are in themselves the light. That's where they come from. They've gotta be there. You have to have the seed in order to have the huge tree. And I can really relate to this because having been through, it's so weird. It feels like another life from now. (laughs) I mean, for years, I was living a life of, of, hunger, of addiction, of always wanting more, of never having enough, being enough, like being good and being dependent on this external thing for my own like ability to be present. And I wasn't even present. I mean, I wasn't. And I mean, God, I was in and out of jail, in and out of treatment centers, doing things that now they seem like another life away. And so a little context of kind of what's been going on. So I found, or I didn't find, I was found by a recruiter for a new job. And I had been applying to all of these jobs, just kind of like, you know, I had done my resume and I was just like on Indeed applying to every job that was there just with my Indeed resume, like not writing a cover letter, nothing. And I was getting interviews and stuff, but I'm like, God, is this my life? Like, I don't want to try to be whatever the person is that each of these people are looking for. I just want to be myself and allow what's right for me to come to me. So I said, fuck all this. And I redid my resume and I put words in there like creativity, empathy, um, leadership, empowering others, all of the things that I love, all of those things. And wouldn't you know it, I was called by a recruiter to be a creative marketing director for this chain of restaurants and I go to my first interview and it was fire. Like they asked me 
what I thought about certain things. And I was just like, I was on a roll. I was, I, I was prepared in the sense that like, I, I knew I had gone over their job description and kind of like what they were looking for and had my kind of, you know, had my concept of, of what it is that I do and what I would be doing. But once I got in there, I didn't need any of it. And they asked me stuff and I just intuitively knew the answers. And they were like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. We've been thinking the same thing. Or, huh, I think you're right. We, we didn't think about it that way. And it was so refreshing. Like they asked me questions and asked me what I thought about things and really wanted to hear the answers and really were open to implementing them or allowing me to implement them. And it was like so cool. After that first interview, he'd already shown me around to like my choices of offices and I'm telling him, no, I want this one or this one. And at the end of it, they're like, okay, you know, so just to let you know, we're interviewing a couple other candidates. And I said, that's great. I am too. And, you know, I just knew it was mine already. I just knew it was mine. And it had come to me. So anyways, let's fast forward. I had that accident early November, or that was actually before this. But anyway, so I'm in the rental car while I went, I interviewed with them four or five times. And I already knew from the first one, it was, it was a go. So they tell me they want to offer me the job. This was last week. I put in my two weeks notice. And then that day they say, yeah, it's, you know, all contingent on your background search results. And I'm like, oh shit oh shit, I just put in my two weeks notice at this job who doesn't know anything about, you know, my background. And then this new place, like they're going to find out all of these things about me. And like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, no, 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 Amanda, let's, let's rewind. Okay. God source, you did not bring yourself this far in order to be like shut down at this point. And all of these things, all these like man-made things, when we're talking about, you know, financing a car or background searches, they all seem so like black and white and like good or bad, or like you're going to get it based on the facts. But all that, none of that's true because I am the presence behind every conscious action. I am the perfect poise controlling this situation. I am here and I am there. I am the conscious action everywhere. I decided that I am the master of my world. And this is what I want and this is what I got. And I got it. They sent me the background search results back. I got a copy of them yesterday. Nothing. There's nothing there. And I, you know... I'm thinking about all the, I'm like doing background searches on myself and trying to find out if, um, like what they searched for. And I know, I realized a lot of them are just like verifying your social security is like legit. Like you are who you say you are. They're verifying your previous like employment or your education, et cetera. And I'm like, I have all of those things. I am that person. And so I sent them the form, you know, authorizing the background search. And I didn't say a word. I just sent it back. I didn't say anything. And I said, you know what? If they want to fucking find some shit and come to me and ask me some questions, like, that's fine. I'm not going to offer up things about the person that I'm not. That's not me. It's literally like not me. And you know what? It's really not. 
And what's meant to be is already yours, okay? All this other shit, it doesn't even matter. It's not what you think. It's, it was all a gift given to you in love to help you open up and embrace your greatness of who you like really, really are. So when you come from it, come to it from a place of love, there's nothing to defend because it's all in the perception. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change because we are pure awareness. When you get down to it, we are pure awareness, pure spirit, a part of source one with source that have we've chosen to descend here and be compressed into this physical body that we perceive as solid but what we know from science we know that it's really not it's like potentialities of spaces and it's just extremely compressed energy we are pure energy if you take a cup out of the atlantic ocean They're both still the ocean. You haven't taken anything away from the ocean and the water in the cup is still the ocean. They're one and the same. It's the same thing. That's how we are with source. And so we've chosen to come down here into this physical body and be spiritual beings having a physical experience. And when you can come from it, come to it from a place of pure spirit, of pure knowing and from love, which love universally, it solves, it's the universal solvent. And so I was like listening to all of this stuff about the solstice and thinking about this. And I said, you know what? This is true. This is true. It doesn't matter if you've never, you know, heard something before, like we recognize truth. Our soul knows when something is true. And I knew it. And I looked at my life and I said, you know what, Amanda, you have always been protected. Always. Everything has always worked out for you. You may not have known how it was going to work out, but it always has, always will, always did. Because we're eternal eternal beings without a beginning and without an end. And when we get so caught up in these physical manifestations, we forget who we really are and what we're really here to do. Which is love. Love each other, love ourselves, and more fully embrace the infinite potential that we are in that moment you are choosing to become when you were there and you received that inspiration the choice was made you made the choice to come here excuse me i'm a little cold you made the choice to come here to come down to be compressed you made the choice to forget to go through the splat That is when we descend from pure spirit into this physical form. You knew you were going to forget. 
and you knew that certain things would happen in your life, certain situations and people and circumstances that would cause you to dig in and begin to remember, to realize and to awaken to the true spirit being that you are. So don't keep looking at the past as some kind of indicator of who you are as a being. All of those things were given to you as gifts to embrace your wholeness. Because look, you're still here. You weren't broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You're already complete. You don't need anything or anybody anything whatsoever to complete you because you're already whole. You were gifted this ex- these experiences and you knew that when you chose to des- descend and to come down here that these things would happen that would allow you to embark down the path of your greatest potential. Your greatest potential. So stop living by these rules and guidelines of the effects that we've gone through. We are divine light at its boiling point, moving into expansions. The presence of the I am landed into a body. You are that presence. I am that presence. We are one. So... Use this time before the start of the new year. And you know what? Fuck New Year's. It does every day is a new day. Every year is a new year. This is just a calendar form that we've adopted. But this is a wonderful time to begin exploring the darkness. In this longest time of darkness, we celebrate the light. Because when we're too busy knowing and doing and understanding, we become unaware of the wholeness of our being. So even when the world is all fluxed up, all of these conditions are going on, causing you to go this way and that way and this way and that way and go just going in circles, becoming joyful unconditionally, loving unconditionally. Because when you do that, when you are that, which you are that already. That's when all the good stuff starts to roll in, honey. So instead of the surging and the back and forth and all of the, you know, avoidance and perception of these circumstances, just being and knowing that you were called to come forth. You specifically, your spirit, your individuation of pure spirit was chosen and chose to come here to be something miraculous. Just know that it's possible. Know that the uncertainty is part of the awesome surprise and joy of life. Whatever it is, whatever it is, it's possible. Because you are the embodiment of love and light. And so 
in this time of uncertainty, this is when all of the amazing things that have just happened in my life have started to come. And they came one after another within days, within days, my friend. And I was reacting and I was scared. And then I would go back to knowing because I like really had to dig into like my, my essence, my pure truth, because that was the only consolation. That was my only way of, of being love unconditionally. And let me tell you, my friend, it is so freaking cool. So just in the past few days, I am leaving a new job, going, leaving an old job, going to a new one. I got all of the insurance money for the uninsured driver who T-boned me. I was able to get the car that I've wanted for so long. Um, I got the financing despite my credit situation, which that's a whole thing in itself. Like all of these, you know, they talk about background checks and financing and credit. And when you don't have what is seen as quote unquote good, you can start to feel like you're not a good person. Like you're not a valuable person. Like there's something wrong with you. And I'm like, I know that's not true. None of that's true. That's not what this is. This is an opportunity. And when I did that, everything just started to work out. Like so easily, effortlessly. And that's what I want for you. So try to sit down in the silence, in the dark and and meditate. And the way I've been doing it is... I like to, first thing in the morning, I meditate, I do some central channel breathing, and you sit down to meditate with the intention of knowing God, of awakening to the light, awakening to the love. And when you can center yourself, you roll your eyes up so you can feel the tension behind your eyes, and that's where your third eye is, and you... Move your shoulders down and back so you're like gently hugging your heart from the inside out. And then you squeeze your pelvic floor muscles, your perineum, and you breathe in from overhead down through the third eye into the throat chakra. So move your lower jaw, just move it back just slightly without clenching your jaw. It's like an opening and a tightening at the same time. And so you breathe in from overhead, from the third eye, moving your jaw slightly back, which pushes the amygdala, the survival center in the back of your brain to get the energy flowing more fully through your body. It's always flowing. We're just creating new channels. And so you breathe in from overhead into the belly and your belly goes out on the inhale while you're squeezing your pelvic floor. And then you breathe out compressing your belly out through the, your, the base of your spine and into the earth below. Just dropping all that energy down and through. And then you're still tightening all of those four chakras and you breathe up from below and into the belly. Belly goes out on the inhale. And then your exhale from the belly out through the heart 
through the throat, out through the third eye, out through the top of your head. And you do that a few times and you begin to open up and feel the love in your heart and emanating from your body. And whatever situation it is, whatever you're, you're going through, whatever's going on right now, begin to love it. Embrace it in love. Embrace it in the light. And you're going to feel immediately how it begins to dissolve all of the fear. Because when fear is present, it means love is not. So whatever it is you fear, and you have to, I have to keep reminding myself of this all the time. Whatever it is that, that's scary to you, that's going on, that you're uncertain about, become the love. Love it. Just love it and be that love and you'll see it dissolves instantly. And when you come from this place, it's like a low-key humility and love and poise and knowing you don't have to know all of the answers. You don't have to do all of the things. Just be that calm, poised love and watch how your world unfolds around you. It's truly incredible, my friend. So it's possible. It's probable. It's happening. It's all happening. All of the things that you feel you feel like something big is about to happen. There's all these changing things. You're opening up to a new possibility for you. Possibilities. They are endless. Whatever you feel is going on, just allow it to be true. Because it is. And with that, I'll wish you a happy winter solstice. Leave you in light and love, my friend, and we'll see you next time.